Hi, I'm Pastor Rob from Calvary Chapel, and this is the Let's Talk Truth podcast, a place where we discuss various topics related to exercising our faith, understanding the Bible, and strengthening our relationships with those around us. Let's explore together some powerful ways to make a lasting impact in our culture and leave a better world for the next generation. So let's get started, and let's talk truth. Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Truth podcast. My name is Pastor Rob, and this is episode number two, where I want to talk about prayer and the importance and really the necessity of prayer. God has given us prayer so that we can communicate with him. God hears our prayers even when they're not spoken. God knows our hearts, knows our desires, but he wants us to talk to him. And it's finding those times to get away and to pray to our Heavenly Father and ask him for things we need, ask him to provide because he is our provider, uh, to help us deal with the things that are going on in life. Prayer can be that communication with God, just asking for help to be patient or help to be faithful. Uh, All of these things are so important when it comes to prayer, that we would truly open up our communication because I believe prayer is necessary in the life of every believer. If we're not praying, then we're disconnecting from God. If we're not asking the Lord for the things that we desire in our lives, then we're relying on ourselves. And so that's what I want to talk about probably over the next couple episodes on the Let's Talk Truth podcast. Uh, Specifically today, I want to talk about the faith of prayer. I see in the Bible time and time again, Jesus saying to those who would request of him to do something for them, that he would say, your faith has made you well, or your faith is strong. So faith is an aspect of prayer that we must engage. Again, not how much faith you have, but what and who you have faith in. Faith in God to believe that he can. So we're going to be looking at a lot of scripture as we go through this first phase of prayer. Again, the faith of prayer. But before we get into it, let's take a moment and ask God to bless this time. So would you pray with me now? Father, how grateful we are and how thankful we are that you want to hear from us, that you want to hear our hearts and you want to hear our prayers. And God, I pray for each and every person listening that, God, that they would realize you want to hear from them as well. Just like parents want to hear from their children, God, you want to hear from us, your children. And so I ask, God, that you would just bless this time and bless us as we talk about prayer. And then, God, we ask that you would help us to be reminded to pray all the time. So bless this time, we ask. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So the faith of prayer, it's something that, like I said, it's so important that we must believe that God can answer prayer and will answer prayer. We can't force the hand of God. We can't make God do something for us, but we need to believe that he can. This past Sunday, I taught a message, and one of the first things I said that God does exceedingly abundantly more than we ask or think. 
So God goes beyond our prayers because God wants to answer our prayers. I want to start out with a story. A pastor and two of his deacons got out on the river fishing. It was 12 o'clock when one of the deacons noticed a nice spot on the bank to have lunch. He turned to the others and said, what do you say we have lunch over there? The others agreed. So the deacon stands up in the boat, steps out onto the river, and walks over to the bank. The pastor looks on with amazement and thinks to himself, if his deacon has enough faith to walk on water, certainly he does. The other deacon stands up, picks up the cooler, steps out of the boat, and walks over to the bank and joins the first deacon. Again, the pastor thinks, if his second deacon has enough faith to walk on water, surely he does. So the pastor stands up, steps out of the boat, and sinks into the water. The first deacon says, I think we should have told him where the rocks are. We should all have the faith to believe that we could walk on water. You see, the Christian life takes faith. You will have to have faith in order to walk where walking is impossible. Peter was successful on stepping out of the boat onto the Sea of Galilee and taking a few steps upon the surface. And what gave Peter the ability to walk on the waves was faith. Faith in Jesus as he commanded Peter to come to him. Jesus said, do it. And Peter believed him so strongly that he succeeded. Mark chapter 11, verse 24 says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. Prayer must be prayer with faith. The word believe there means to think it to be true, to trust that it will happen. Praying with the confidence that God hears your prayers, wants to answer your prayers, and will in fact answer your prayer. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I ask you, what are you in need of in your life right now? Is it money? Is it time? Do you need patience? Are you looking for God to strengthen you and give you the energy to fulfill his will? Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's what faith is. Again, Jesus said the faith of a mustard seed, if you have that much faith, and a mustard seed is what's smallest of all seeds, if you have just a little bit of faith in him, you can move a mountain. Maybe you have mountains in your life today that need to be moved. And maybe you just need to believe that maybe God just would move that mountain for you. This past Sunday, I talked about prayer, and I talked about the importance of praying big prayers. Prayers that believe God to do the impossible. Because the Bible says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we ask or think. Wow, what a statement. What a scripture to encourage us that God will go beyond our prayers. God will even do more than we ask, if we would believe. Listen to what it says in Matthew chapter 9, 
verses 27 through 31. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. See, these two blind men needed to believe that Jesus could. And this, them asking, and just asking and making the request, Jesus' response was, do you believe? Do you believe I can have mercy on you? And they said, yes, we believe. So belief is important. Faith is important. They believed that Jesus could have mercy on them. The question was, do you believe me? The faith was, yes, Lord, we believe. In Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28, it says, Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away. For she cries out after us. He answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Do you see the power of prayer that has faith in Jesus? It's unstoppable. And again, we don't manipulate prayer. We don't manipulate our communication with God by trying to force our faith to get what we want. No, if you have a deep desire in your life, if you have a deep desire in your heart, then pray with faith that God may just move on your behalf, whether answering your prayer the way you want or answering your prayer the way he wants, because that's much more important. Persistent prayer displays great faith to not give up on prayer. In contrast to the religious leaders of Jesus' day, this woman had great faith in Christ. Jesus came to reach his people, but this woman's faith was exactly what he was looking for in his people. What about the times in your life when you want to give up on prayer? See, this woman didn't give up. Just because Jesus said no initially, she continued to press in. She continued to ask. Consistent prayer is habitual prayer. It's prayer that doesn't give up. And it's not just praying when your needs are there. It's praying all the time. I want to talk about three things that faith must be for us to have our prayers answered. 
Number one, faith must be obedient. We see obedience in Peter's faith by following what Jesus said when he stepped out onto the water. Listen to what it says. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when his disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out with fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when he got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. What an amazing and wonderful area of Scripture that teaches us the aspects of obedient prayer. That when we sense the presence of Christ and we ask him to do something in our lives and he says, do this, respond in this way, come to me. For Peter, it was immediate. I'll come out on the water. To even think that Peter had the capacity to even think about walking on water was amazing to me. But he believed that if Jesus said it, that he could. And in fact, he did. You see, Peter's response to his fear was, Lord, I'm ready to step out in faith. I'm ready to do the impossible. I'm ready for a miracle in my life. Are you afraid today? Is there something in your life that's causing you fear? Are you afraid of the current circumstances in your life? Afraid of the possibilities of what might happen in your future? Afraid of the mistakes you have made in your past? If you want to take your faith to the next level, then stand up in the face of your fears. Show God your willingness to step out in faith. Remember, Peter just moments ago was in the boat afraid. Faith has to be exercised in order to be strengthened. It is when you are in a situation that seems impossible, that is when you have to engage your faith and look to God to give you strength. Faith comes into play especially when you are desperate and fearful. When you have exhausted every other physical means to try to receive an answer in your life. Many people that came to Jesus for healing had tried other things first. They had brought their children to doctors. They had brought their needs to the religious leaders of the day, and none of them could answer their need. Jesus was their last resort. And maybe Jesus is your last resort, even now. Maybe you've tried other things. Maybe you've gone to doctors with no help. Maybe you sought counsel with no progress. I encourage you to give Jesus a try. Let Jesus 
be the one you go to first. Because if Jesus is your last resort, where is your faith? God is gifted doctors. God is gifted counselors, no doubt. But Jesus must be first. He needs to be our first resort, not our last resort. So faith must be obedient. The second thing is faith must be diligent. It's an active faith. Listen to this story in John chapter 21. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Canaan and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had come, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. When Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loves said to Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and plunged into the sea. Faith does the ridiculous. (laughs) This story reminds me of How absurd it must have been to hear the words of Jesus and saying, put the net on the other side. You'll catch some fish there. Faith does the ridiculous because God says so and for no other reason at all. These fishermen probably looked at Jesus and said, what's the difference which side of the boat we cast the net? There's no fish. We are fishermen and we've been fishing all night and have caught nothing. I believe that there are some listening to my voice right now, that God has told you to do something, but for whatever reason, you've excused it away. See, these fishermen listened to the Lord, even though they knew how to fish. They listened to Jesus's voice. And if God has told you to do something, I want you to be obedient in what he's said to you. Listen to what he says. Do what he says. Faith must be diligent to act upon what God says. You remember the story of Lazarus, dead in a tomb? In John 11, it says this, Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of these people who are standing by, I said this that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave cloths, and his face was wrapped in cloths. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. 
I've always loved this story because it, it shows us that when we're dealing with situations in our lives that are absolutely impossible, that's when faith fills the gap. Martha knew that her brother Lazarus was dead and that after four days it wasn't going to be a good thing if they opened up that grave. But Jesus says, if you would believe, I would show you the glory of God. See, we have to believe that God wants to work in our lives to help others. It reminds me of a story, a woman who stopped a robbery with her faith. She was held up at gunpoint. And this clerk invoked her faith to turn the desperate thief into a repentant gunman. This man tried to rob a cell phone store at gunpoint in Florida. The 20-year-old store manager calmly talked to the man about Jesus and her faith until he left without taking any money. She said she doesn't know why she began to talk to him about Jesus. I believe it was the Holy Spirit of God that really made me want to tell him about Jesus. I would never be able to do that myself. I would never think that God could use me the way that he did. She said, God impressed me. The man admitted that he is a Christian and told her that he goes to church as well. Completely defeated, the man revealed that his weapon was only a BB gun. He then complimented her, saying this, Good will be coming your way for what you did today. You have a good day and God bless you, he said as he left. What an amazing story the, to, to show us the importance of exercising our faith and belief in Jesus. Maybe there's something going on in your life today that you need God to intervene in. Believe. Make yourself available to God. How will God impress you today? God wants to impress us. God wants to show himself faithful in our lives. He wants to use you to reach the hurting. Maybe there's someone in your life God wants to touch if you would just be diligent to respond to his voice. The third and last thing we must talk about when it comes to the faith of prayer is faith must be patient. Patient. See, when Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead, he had gotten news many days earlier, and he delayed in his coming. But it was for the glory of God, the Bible tells us. Patient faith brings glory to God because God's timing is best. What have you been waiting for God to do in your life? Could the Lord be looking to glorify himself through your patience? Perhaps God will receive more glory as you patiently wait for his answer. See, delays test your faith, but delays also strengthen your faith. If you received everything you wanted exactly when you wanted it, you would become a spoiled child of God. Faith is not needed when everything is going well in your life. Faith is needed when everything is falling apart. Don't forget what Jesus said to Peter when he began to sink and cry out to Jesus. It says in verse 31, And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, 
Why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Little faith. Peter, why did you doubt? Christian, why did you doubt? Why are you doubting today? Many times our doubts are because of our experiences or because of the things that are going on in this world or the things that we need that seem impossible, we begin to doubt. And when I'm talking about faith, I'm talking about faith in God. Faith in God to do the impossible. God wants to do the impossible in your life. You just need to believe that he will do it. We need to be trusting that God's plan is best. I want you to walk away with this. It says in Isaiah 26, verse 3, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Are you trusting in God today? I want to encourage you to step out in faith so that through God's power, you will be able to do the seemingly impossible. Jesus wants you to take that risk of faith, to live your life at such a level that the only way you can succeed is to be sustained by his power. So as we talk about prayer, we talk about being faithful in prayer. Faith must be obedient, faith must be diligent, and faith must be patient. Meditate on those things throughout this week. Be a person that talks to God regularly, believing that he can do anything. That, my friends, is a faithful prayer. Because the Bible says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Pray effective, fervent prayers, my friends, believing God wants to answer you. Father God, how grateful we are again for the blessing of prayer. How grateful we are that we can come to you, Lord, in our time of need. Help us to be obedient, Lord, to what you've called us to do. Help us to be diligent in our faith and our communication with you. And Lord, help us, please, God, we pray, to be patient, to wait upon your answer. God, help us to be patient, patiently waiting upon you because your timing is perfect. We trust you, Lord. We worship you. We honor you. We thank you for answering our prayers. To you be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Truth podcast. If you like the show, please share it with a friend. Let's show our community how truth is essential today. Leave a rating on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Truth PR to keep up between episodes. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Until next time, please don't forget to seek truth in everything you do. Bye for now.